Hello. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back to A S M R Quest. This spooky podcast is not intended to trigger spooky A S M R, but rather is a podcast in which we discuss spooky ASMR. And with that disclaimer, our hosts will join us. Oh, well, thank you, spooky ASMR ghosts. <laughs> Oh, wow, we had a special guest on. I didn't even realize. Uh, Well, uh, just to do the intro. um, Mm -hmm. But now it's just uh, me, your spooky level one uh, whispermancer, John Tyler. And of course... Uh, My name is Ian. I am a level zero tingle boy. And I've actually been a ghost the whole time. That's my spooky revelation um, for you all. You know, it's something that I've been trying to keep under under wraps, sort of like a mummy, if you will. Because um, I was a but I was Ian, you're not a mummy; you're a ghost. That's true. That is true. Uh, it's just a figure of speech, John. Thanks for derailing my coming out story. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just at this point I feel comfortable. I feel like we've really um, developed a close knit community where I feel um, free to express myself and my ectoplasm. <laughs> Um, that's that's really beautiful. I'm I'm glad that 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 you're comfortable sharing that you're a ghost now. And also, I've got to say, I'm excited. I not just a ghost now, John. I, I've been a ghost the whole time. No, sorry, I meant that you're um, willing to sh- that you're now willing to share. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I just wanted to. Clarify. Yeah, no, I I actually was unaware that you were a ghost. I've always wanted a spooky ghost friend, um, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to have one. Well, uh, John, spooky actually, ASMR ghost is more of an acquaintance than a friend. Yeah. So. Uh... I mean, first off, I you know I want to I want to thank you for being so open and like and, and so open to this this revelation. I do want to say just just among sort of the the community of people who've been a ghost the whole, the whole time, mm-hmm. like you know, there's it's sometimes like it, it's sort of this thing where like there are this this group of people and they mean very well, but they're always like you know, oh, I always wanted to have a spooky ghost friend, <laughs> and it's like you know, it's it it can be seen as kind of offensive. But well, again, I have some people that I've been looking to haunt. Oh, um, oh! So you just want you just want me for sort of my, my my spectral skills? Yeah, well, I I like your personality for you know <laughs> just like for for your personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm friends with you for your personality, but I now that I know you're a spooky ghost, I have some some business uh, dealings I would like to, or some business proposals for you, I suppose. Okay, well, no, that's 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 reasonable. I mean, it's you know, it's a we've got a particular set of skills. Um, yeah. Actually, John, I've got sort of an issue right now that I want to I want to come clean with. Okay. This whole time that we've been talking, I've just been imagining um, that comic that I sent a couple of days ago with the spooky oh. ghost that's wearing tight jeans. <laughs> and I'm actually it's, it's getting to the point I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about it. <laughs> that's a very good comic. Uh, what, what was the name of that? Could you share that with the listeners? Um, sure thing. Sure thing. It'll it'll take me a second to bring it up, but you know you can cut. Okay. Actually, I don't want you to cut anything out this time in post. What I want you to do is <laughs> overlay like spooky, scary skeletons. Uh, well, <laughs> I was just going to say uh, to the listeners, if 
if you haven't figured it out yet, uh, this is our spooky Halloween special, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to be talking about spooky ASMR. Um, it's a beautiful fall day, actually, when I'm recording this. It the really is. It's started to change. It's been a very pleasant temperature. Went for a nice walk earlier today, mm. and I am now sipping a spooky cocktail. Ooh! It is a um, it's son of a pumpkin is the name of the cocktail. It's uh, Sons of Liberty Pumpkin Spice Whiskey, <laughs> Apple Cider, Maple Syrup, and Ground Nutmeg, and it is very tasty. I'm sorry that I laughed over your, your very tasty-sounding cocktail description, but I did, in fact, find the comic again. I'm, I'm reading through it now, and oh, John, it's... <laughs> so this is a, this is, I think, the latest comic from Heck If I Know Comics, a... It's a webcomic that I've been following for a fair amount of time now. It's it's pretty popular. I think this one in particular has like, geez, almost 100,000 notes. It's a Tumblr comic. Um, and boy, oh boy, you know, it, this one, the basic premise of this strip, I'll sort of walk our, our listeners through it. Um, maybe not going into too much detail because I'm not sure how well comics goes to a, a podcasting medium. Um, <laughs> but these two ghosts are getting ready for a haunting. Um, but yep. one of the ghosts has put on tight pants in order to get ready. Uh, and so instead of floating around in a spectral manner as you would, might expect ghosts to, he's sort of standing there, and his little ghostly <laughs> tail is just sort of tucked into these tight pants. <laughs> and he walks around on, on legs. Um, and, man, oh man, it's just... It, I, <laughs> John just gets to me, okay? It's yeah. Just... It's also, I think, important to note for the listeners that... This ghost has very long legs and a very shapely butt it, when wearing these truly, jeans. It truly, truly is the case. The legs are maybe about one and a half times as tall as the ghost body is. <laughs> <laughs> He's got shoes, too. Pretty dapper looking shoes, actually, now that I look at him. Yeah, it, it, it's a very fashionable ghost. Mm-hmm. And I just love, like, I love the poses that he strikes with those legs. <laughs> I love the image, and maybe maybe this goes beyond just a ghost wearing tight pants. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the sort of aesthetic of just a sort of a, a very non-detailed upper body that like doesn't have any arms or appendages or anything, and then just like a normal lower body. I just <laughs> like the idea of like basically what is essentially a head with with big old long normal legs just walking yeah. through things. <laughs> It's really good. Mm-hmm. But Ian, we're not here to talk about spooky ghost comics. We're here to talk about spooky ASMR. That's and of so course, true. we're also here to talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because, listeners, this is a special episode. This um, is a special episode for me and you. For and... those of you who have been listening for a long time, um, in some of our early episodes, um, and some of our summer episodes as well, Ian and I uh, would would consume alcoholic beverages while recording Mm -hmm. and then in some of our more uh serious episodes or uh also some of our more recent ones we haven't really been doing that so much um but this is sort of a a return to form to the good old days of rambling and (laughs) yeah uh, not that the rambling necessarily stopped i guess it got a little bit less intense the rambles yeah Um, this is gonna be a long (laughs) self-indulgent episode Mm -hmm. so we're gonna start uh, so we're gonna go back to a place we haven't been in a little while and that is the indulgence corner. Oh, the indulgence corner, John. Break it out for me. I assume that we've got. I mean, it's been it's been like what a month since we last checked in in this particular uh, corner. It's it's been two weeks, I think, or maybe a little more. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, no, I guess it, it has been a while since we've checked into the indulgence corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hasn't been that long since we recorded. That's true. But we do have a new follower on oh, Twitter. Actually, shit. I think we might have two new followers. Oh, fuck. Oh, my goodness, John. Here I thought that we had we had peaked, that our sort of our shooting star had, had begun to plummet instead of rising up gloriously into the air. But now I see this whole time actually um we have been right, so, ascendant. Yeah, we we have we have eight followers in total. Okay. Uh, some of whom are, are relatively new. Mm-hmm. Uh we have uh Jen ASMR unboxing. Mm-hmm. Um I she she has not reached out to us at all, but she is following us. When did she start following uh, us? Uh, fairly recently, like a week or two ago. Oh, okay, so that is one of the new ones. Gen ASMR. Yeah. Uh, at the ASMR unboxing. Uh, I think maybe a month or two ago, we had, um, Roger Lee at Roger E. Rue follow us. Thank now, you, Now, I, I suspect Lee. this is someone that you know, Ian. Roger Lee? Yeah, oh. Roger Lee. No? Oh. Yeah. Well, he... Oh, sorry, no. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Um... I thought that I had seen that he was uh, friends with, or following uh, Jonathan or something. There's a there's a but, Roger Lee, um, and he's he thought that like me and him were really close. And he's like, how does he not remember me? <laughs> uh, and Roger Lee, if that is the case, I'm sorry. Um, he just didn't make much of an impact, I guess. Uh, so Roger Lee has been following us. He also has not reached out to us. Mm-hmm. We have Chris Tara at Tara on the Rocks also following us. Uh, Chris has a good, uh, uh, he's good, good handle. Yeah, uh, Chris is someone that we both know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the follower, the new follower that I want to talk about the most because not only has this follower followed us, uh, he's also reached out to oh us. Oh my been Very active on Twitter. Let me guess. You know, I'm going to guess who it is. Okay. I think it's Goodnight Moon ASMR. Uh, no. <laughs> It is Danny D at Chili Rhythm. Um, Danny D. Yeah. So the what I find particularly exciting about about Danny here is I have I don't think he's, he is someone that I have ever met. Um, I really hope he's not because uh, I'd be a little embarrassed if I had. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't believe <laughs> what I've are you met saying him. about Danny D, John? You're saying you'd be embarrassed to know him. No, I'd, I'd be embarrassed if I had met him and then just said <laughs> that yeah. I don't know him. <laughs> Uh, his, his picture is, um, pretty obscured, so maybe I just don't recognize him, but I'm pretty sure I've never met him. Uh, he's from Kansas City, oh. Kansas, place I have never been, mm-hmm. uh, and he followed us, and he sends us, he, he tweets at us pretty often, which is oh very exciting. What's he tweeting at us, John? Uh, well, let me, let me pull up some of these good tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so he tweeted at us, um... Oh, so I don't know if you recall this. I actually didn't uh, recognize this when he first did it. But a while ago, we uh, instructed our listeners to tweet at us um, oh, a well, certain message. I think that's when we were sort of, like, demanding um, viewer engagement. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so on October 9th, he tweeted, Hey. Hey. Hey there. What's up at ASMR <laughs> You're my favorite podcast, and you're the best. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> uh, and then also tweeted, "Hey, best buds uh, at ASMR Quest. It's me, your longtime fan and listener, and I'm just writing to say I like you." Hashtag ASMR. Hashtag Quest. Hashtag ASMR Quest. <laughs> uh, and then I, I did like um, 
tweet back and forth with him a little bit. He also uh, then more recently tweeted at us to say he really enjoyed the episode uh, where Krista replaced you. Oh, well, um, that's, that's um, I guess, sort of the opposite of flattering. <laughs> sort of insulting, <laughs> but it's... <laughs> Uh, that, that wasn't how he phrased it. I mm-hmm. chose to rephrase it in a more insulting way. That's good. Um, he actually phrased it in a very uh, flattering and positive way, but I I decided to disregard that. Aww. Um, and then he also uh, tweeted at us to say he um, he really enjoyed episode 32, because uh, at the real Judy D uh, had a fucking top-notch train rant. Uh, <laughs> and then he said, also, another great guest, the train. Ah. Uh. The train is a good uh, guest. Um, I guess, actually, I was sort of expecting that the train might be around again, because I thought I was sort of hearing it um, approaching before we, we started mm-hmm. recording, but I guess I was wrong. I guess it was going the other way. Mm. Yeah, you know, the train is a fun guest. The train is a guest that continues to sort of make a make an impact in my life. Um, here's something interesting that I've actually learned in, in the past you know, month and a half or so of living with the train. Oh, wait, be- before, sorry, before you move on, I, oh, I just okay, wanted yeah. to, to say uh, thank you, Danny D, for following and reaching out. Uh, I really appreciate it. It's very exciting to have a a fan of the podcast that I don't know and who is, like, an active fan. It really it's, is. Thank you, Danny D. It's very, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, he seems like he's really into sports, which is something that I was not expecting. Oh, interesting. Uh, what sort of sports? Does he like college football? Because let me tell you, John, I know things about college football now. Uh, I, I don't know. A lot of his tweets about sports are meaningless to me. Uh, he also owns a bar, which is pretty cool. Oh, jeez. Wow. Uh, I'm just sharing all of his details. <laughs> so, so, you know, you can... They're all details I got on Twitter, though, so... <laughs> it's not like they're private details. <laughs> well, you know, Danny D, if you start getting stalked um, by a listener of this podcast because of what we've been saying, um, we're sorry, <laughs> and reach out to us. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a stalker listening to this podcast, don't stalk Danny D. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that's uh, that's very exciting. That, that's the that's what I have for the indulgence corner this week. Okay. Well, I feel I feel properly indulged, John. I'm glad. I feel indulged and ready to indulgences. <laughs> no, I don't have anything. Well, I guess I could I could I could pick something up real quick just for old time's sake. <laughs> what do you want to know about podcasting, John? I'm, I'm sorry, uh, listeners. I just want to tell you, Ian. Uh, just we we use uh, Skype on a we we do have a video call when you record this, and Ian just placed his Modelo <laughs> in a pretty comical position where it's just like taking up the entire screen. Not just any Modelo, John. Um, the flattest Modelo that I think has ever existed, and that I hope will ever exist. <laughs> I'm almost through it now, and boy, oh boy. Um, Boy, oh boy. That's all I've got to say. That's my review for this Modelo. It's actually, so it's an imported beer. It is a Modelo Especial. Um, but mm. I don't actually think that it's particularly special. Or if it is special, it is not special in a particularly... Yeah, no, I think um, it is particularly special, but just in a in a negative uh, way. Okay, so actually, so I've got a sort of exciting new indulgences um, opportunity for all of our listeners. Because normally the indulgences corner is of course the it is the part of the podcast where we read um various how to uh, sort of self help articles on um how to improve your podcast it's mm-hmm. just a sort of way it's it's a it's a space where we can reflect on our performance and reflect on how we can um, better serve our listeners yeah um but this week i think instead we're going to sort of directly 
instead of serving our listeners by being better podcasters, we're going to just directly serve them um, by maybe giving them some advice. Oh, that's nice. I, we definitely are not going to try to be better podcasters. That's what the these holiday specials are all about, uh-huh. is it's being things. worse podcasters. It's sort of, it's sort of indulging, indulging ourselves. In, yeah. Um, so, but, you know, for the indulgence, we're going to indulge the listeners a little bit. Um, so today's uh, question, or today's sort of article, is actually from Quora.com. Okay. It's like um, it's like Yahoo Answers, but for smart people. Um, <laughs> and this is this is a very exciting question. I it's don't got know a lot of course necessarily the Yahoo Answers for smart people so much as it is the Yahoo Answers for people who aren't really fucking dumb. Yeah, that's maybe that's maybe a better way um, to phrase. But you know what? I think that I think that there are plenty of smart people on Quora. Um, yeah, certainly. Certainly, but uh, anyway, I'm just going to have to get right to this, because first off, John, I want to sort of read you out um, all the tags which were, are associated with this particular question. Okay. Um, just so maybe you can figure out what the question is. Okay. Uh, e-commerce for small business. E-commerce startup strategy. Becoming a millionaire. Small business advice and strategy. Startup ideas. Entrepreneurship. <laughs> Startup business plan advice, small business marketing, internet startup, podcast, business plans, e-commerce strategy, small business entrepreneurship, small business advice, e-commerce companies, wealth, small businesses, entrepreneur advice, e-commerce business, startup strategy. Uh, so those are the tags. Um, the question, how can listening to podcasts make me a millionaire? What? <laughs> That's it. There's no, there's no additional details. I'm just... <laughs> John, how can listening to podcasts make me a millionaire? <laughs> and we I actually know the answer. Ian. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, so I, I'm well on my way. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, well um, I... so the first answer. There's actually four. There's four discrete answers to this question, Justin. There was, okay. from what I understand, four ways that listening to podcasts can make you a millionaire. Um, the first way comes at us hot from Milos Kuparik, a marketing consultant at Technology from 1999 to present. Um, and I find that to be exciting that he's a marketing consultant at Technology. <laughs> Maybe that's a company. I don't think it is. I doubt that any of them can make you a millionaire, but they can point you in the right direction. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> only cover my interests and talk about the things that could help me in live and in business as well. I love to listen to Legends and Losers. If you aren't familiar with this podcast, it is hosted in Silicon Valley by two really important guys out there. Christopher Lockheed, three-time Silicon Valley CMO and big Play Bigger co-author. And Colin Vincent, a TEDx speaker and Silicon Valley founder. Their episodes focus on... Fucking anyone can be a TEDx speaker. Well, John, here's what I like. Anyone can be a TEDx speaker, but I think only one person can be the Silicon Valley founder. Because to me, what that says, it's not It's not the case that this individual, it's not the case that Colin Vincent founded a startup within Silicon Valley. Um, he actually founded Silicon Valley itself. And I think if that doesn't qualify you um, to have a podcast... I don't know what does. Also, uh, I want to just get a real quick poll from you right now. So the podcast is, is titled Legends and Losers. Um, I assume that one of these men is a legend and one of them is a loser. Which is which? Um, I'm going to assume that the man who gave, who's, 
I'm going to assume that the man who, uh, one of whose biggest qualifications is that he gave a TEDx talk is the loser. Now, if he had given a proper TED talk, that would be impressive. But a TEDx, like... Now, John, I'm going to interrupt you right now, um, just to say, (laughs) I think that I have, I have invoked some sort of monkey paw, uh, like cruel irony on myself. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I think just, I might know what it is. I was complaining about the the Modelo and how it's very flat. Um, yeah. So I just I just turned over to my next beer, one of my longtime favorites, Miller High Life, the Champagne of Beers. Um, <laughs> and boy, oh boy, John, this one was not flat. That one was a champagne of beer. It was a champagne. That I, didn't I, sound I popped right. the cork off of this can, John. I popped the cork off. <laughs> And boy, I've got I've got a wet crotch right now. I've got a wet crotch. <laughs> I've got a wet chair. Um, it's really got me perked up, though. I think. <laughs> oh boy, I'm not sure. I'm not trying to resolve this situation, John. <laughs> I'm fucking drenched. You got to tough it out. Okay, I'm podcast gonna... to record. Oh dear. Oh, and the chair is wet too. This is <laughs> this is an exciting. This is an exciting. Uh, I don't think I got any on the carpet. Luckily. I so so I have. My pants? Oh, man. Okay, so, anyway, back to the important, John. I I got distracted by this um, Miller High Life catastrophe, which has just befallen me. But we've still got three more answers on how to become a millionaire by listening to podcasts. Uh, But actually, maybe we can space them out through the the program. Oh, that sounds nice. Um, So in that case, I would like to introduce a new segment. Uh, So this is a segment, uh, a nice holiday special segment. Where we take a look at various ASMRists' um, Twitter accounts and see who has come up with the best um, seasonally appropriate names. Um, now, Ian, I know you spend a lot of time on Twitter, and it's true. I'm I sure you're familiar with the trend. Yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with the trend every year, uh, particularly around um, sort of. Uh, October through December, mm-hmm. in uh, where a lot of people on Twitter will update their name to be some sort of pun that is a combination of something appropriate for like the next big holiday uh, and their name. Mm-hmm. Um, Very so. This. Uh, so, so you know that that's uh, something a lot of people will do. Uh, so I think we should take a look at the uh, great Halloween names that various ASM artists have come up with. Uh, so, there are a lot of ASM artists who have not even entered the running. They've done nothing with their name. And I am very disappointed in all of them. Uh, <laughs> John, John, I just want to... I'm actually going to interrupt you real quick. Yeah. So I was I, I, I was talking a big game there, but I actually didn't know what you were talking about with people changing their names. So I did a real fast Google to try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I looked up on Google, seasonal, so best Twitter seasonal names... That was my search. Top result was seasonal Twitter names from yaoyao.com. This is a 2013 post. I clicked on it thinking, well, okay, this is the top Google result for this. It's got to be something big. Um, and what I found actually was uh, something that's completely inscrutable. <laughs> so this is a, a what appears to be a blog post entitled Seasonal Twitter Names by, I believe, Katie Winterland at Katie Yao Yao. Okay. Um, and there's two tweets here, urgent mm-hmm. care Saturday, and then a link, and then at bananas21, at ESPN, at Seahawks. This is my favorite video. 
What? So that's, those are the tweets. There's an article associated with this, John. Let me read out the entire article to you really quick. A group of people I interact with on Twitter do this thing where they change their Twitter names to reflect the holiday season. I did the best I could. A for effort. <laughs> I <That's> bet... <laughs> I, I'm guessing that those two tweets that were linked there are, like, live links to Twitter... And they maybe at the like time that look... the article was created, Actually, they had John? names. I don't know. I'm dragging, so I just I clicked on them to see if it was like an embedded thing. No, they're JPEGs. Uh-huh. It's a JPEG. <laughs> it's a JPEG of two tweets. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. All right. So let me give you an example then. Okay. I just scrolled past this one. <laughs> um, so this is uh, Lin Manuel Miranda has changed his name to Lin Unwell Miranda. Oh man, that's spooky. Um, or let me see if I can find another one. Real quick. Um, Allegra Ringo of um, Can I Pet Your Dog uh-huh. fame uh, has changed, or is now uh, Allegra Ringost. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Uh, so that's the sort of the, the sort of thing we're looking for here. Mm-hmm. The level um, of quality that we want out of our ASMR Twitter users. Yeah. So we've got a bunch of people who haven't done anything. Um, Break Ray ASMR hasn't done anything. Massage ASMR hasn't done anything. Ephemeral Rift hasn't done anything. Ephemeral Rift is already kind of spooky, though. Um, that's I fair. That's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Cosmic Tingles hasn't done anything. Uh, Whispers Red hasn't done anything. Uh, Maria of Gentle Whispering hasn't done anything. Heather Feather hasn't done anything. Um, a lot of other ASMR artists I couldn't even find their Twitter accounts, which I was surprised by. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's get into the people who who have done something. Okay. So here are really contenders. Putting the effort, like Katie Winterland at Katie Yow Yow. So uh, ASMR darling, her name currently is uh, ASMR darling. She has uh, some little periods in there between ASMR and darling mm-hmm. to imply that you should pause, which I appreciate since that's how she always introduces herself in her videos. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give. Oh, sorry. And then it's also it's not darling. It's darling. As she does in her videos, so I, I appreciate that. I think she, I think that's well done. Although not, it doesn't have anything to do with the season. What she's done for the season is she has included a little sparkle emoji and a fall leaf emoji. Um, well, that's not su- really. How does the sparkle surprisingly low to, uh, effort for ASMR, darling? How does the sparkle uh, emoji know. relate to the season, though, John? It it doesn't really. Yeah, um, I think I'm, it might just I'm be quite disappointed. Me. I, I really expected more. I expected ASMR Darling to be putting in uh, a real good showing on social media. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's let us down. Um, so then we really only have two ASMR artists that I could find who had decent fall names or Halloween names. So the two good ones are uh, the ASMR nerd has become the ASMR nerd. Oh, okay. So uh, like and he also has included a little spooky ghost between the ASMR and nerd. That's good. Uh, so that, I think that one's solid. Uh, and then what I personally think is the best by far is GB has changed her name to Heebie Jeebies with a little pumpkin emoji and a uh, spider web emoji. Now that's but that's really Heebie-jeebies. good. That's really good. Actually, though, John, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Do a real quick piece of investigation. Um, okay. Okay, hold on. I'm just I'm, well, I'm putting on my spectacles. Right. Ah, shit, John. I what? I just discovered a a murder most foul. 
Okay. Um, so I went to the ASMR Quest uh, Twitter page. I don't see anything spooky or seasonal at our, our, on our Twitter page. Uh, that's a good point. I I did update my uh, my name, but I, I did not update the ASMR Quest name. Okay, well, let's see. Let's see. Um, trying to find... Oh, spooky name pun. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything... I, I don't know how to work John Tyler into something Halloween-themed, so I went with spooky name pun instead. Okay, hold on. We're going to have to... We're gonna sort have to of do meta some, joke. Some real quick... Oh, man. Also, I just want to say... Um, I do want to say I'm, I'm on my my own personal Twitter account right now. Yeah. And, you know, as I as I am about six to seven hours a day on Real Twitter yeah. Blog, <laughs> I'm looking at my one tweet, and I really do enjoy it. <laughs> I think that it's... <laughs> And also, I, I think what I like more than my one tweet is my mm-hmm. profile picture. Mm, that is a good profile picture. Uh, but Ian, um, I think we should no, we on. should name the ASMR Quest 2017 Halloween Spooky Name Pun uh, winner. Okay. Oh shit! So there's a there's a contest. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Let's so we we need to win. Uh, we need to name 20, uh, 2017's winner. Okay. Uh, I I vote for for GB for Hebe GBs. Oh yeah, I think that seems like a, that seems like okay. A safe great. Bet. Well, um, congratulations, Angela, darling, GB. You're, sorry that your fall leaf couldn't quite cut it this year. <laughs> Why don't you get back to us when you get your head back in the game? Okay. <laughs> congratulations, GB, on uh, being the 2017 ASMR Quest name pun winner. <laughs> now, John, I wanted to talk to you about something, an idea that I had. Yeah. Um, yesterday. Uh, so I, on Thursday night, I went to some bar trivia. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those Sporkle little bar quizzes or something. You know, one of those quiz companies. And they were talking okay. about um, how there was, like, some sort of big um, trivia competition with, like, $25,000 in prize or something. Some national thing sponsored by Sporkle, right? Okay. But that got me thinking, what if, like, what if your local bar just had a trivia competition where the grand prize was $25,000? <laughs> like, uh, just imagine the publicity that you'd get for that. If you just announced, like, yeah, we're going to have, so we're going to have a, a trivia competition, um, you know, like next week. Uh, and this is, it's a sort of special one for, for a Halloween special. The grand prize will be $25,000. <laughs> yeah, normally. <laughs> Normally, I feel like the, the grand prize is like a twenty or fifty dollar gift card or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was twenty five thousand dollars. That'd be, be a big deal. You get a lot of buzz. <laughs> you get a lot of buzz. And just imagine like the the day off. Like, what if like what if it didn't really? What if the news didn't really get out? Like it was just sort of the, the normal <laughs> crowd. Maybe a couple of people. Nobody knew what was going on. Well, then... so that's what I really like about this is the like Sporko when you were talking about. I'm sure you had to be like invited to it or something. There's probably some okay, process to be chosen. I think I think it probably like... wasn't that. I suspect what it was is it's one of those things where like if you register for Sporko or something, your trivia stuff is being tracked, and it's like they, I don't know, probably they'll they'll do that for a while, and the best trivia people all get invited to some sort of competition, and that. So I yeah, think yeah, that was exactly. what you were describing. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Is they, they, they had some way of selecting the people who got to compete. But if it was just your local bar, and it's sort of 
just any regular people, like anyone who normally comes, it's just sort of the regular crowd, or whoever else happens to show up that night. I mean, to be fair, John, to be fair, you are expected to get something, right? Like, it's sort of poor form if you show up and you don't buy a beer. That's true. Or, like, something to eat. Right, but... yeah, of course, of course. But, yeah, it's, it's not, it's like, not like a an special crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the regular trivia crowd. But this week, for whatever reason, the grand prize is $25,000. Oh, man. And a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> <laughs> on topic. <laughs> or, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so I think now we've really grown a lot since we started this podcast we're a lot better at uh staying on topic we sure are john i mean i uh, let me tell you i feel like i've grown a lot and that i've recognized that my big goal in life is to start a, a bar or a business or something you know do a good job keep expenses very low and just slowly build up enough money <laughs> to have a twenty five thousand dollar trivia game and then that'll be that you know after that we just resume we, we go back to normal business we don't make it a regular thing <laughs> yeah just one time just gotta do a big blow up um uh danny maybe you should uh, do that at your bar <laughs> danny uh, you got twenty five thousand dollars lying around um <laughs> let us know i'll come out and i'll i'll, I'll participate in that yeah i i'd, I'd go mm-hmm. it'd be fun never been to kansas be exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, so John, back to business, though. Yeah, back to business. We got to come up with a spooky name for the ASMR Quest Twitter. Oh man, um, spooky ASMR Quest. ASMR Ghost Quest. ASMR Gnots. Uh, what's a like Halloween thing that has a has like an R sound to it at the beginning? Um, Frardy, Frardy and Jarson. ASMR and Jason. No, John. ASMR and Jarson. It's fucking awful. John, those are two classic movies. <laughs> um ASM A Scream MR Quest. Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, it's not it's not good. We can steal ASMR nerds because this was part of ASMR, but that's that seems pretty lame. Yeah, especially since we've feel... already ta- if we didn't talk about it now, it's just like if we had if we had plausible deniability that we also came up with it, that'd be one thing. Yeah, we do not have plausible deniability. No, we've denied our plausibility here, actually. <laughs> um ASMR Skelequest. Hmm. Spooky, scary ASMR quest. I like that actually. That's that's not a bad one. I mean, it is yeah, a bad it's not, one. It's not clever, um, but but it does reference my favorite Halloween song. Mm-hmm. Many would say the only real Halloween song, the best Halloween song, undeniably, um, and. Uh, you know, it's not an opinion. It, it is a fact. It well, is. actually, John, uh, this this might be a, a controversial opinion, but my favorite Halloween song is actually Die Hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the thrills uh, and chills. Ian, I, I, I heard this um, uh, 
sort of uh, acoustic oh, this acoustic and or acapella hard. remix of uh, Spooky Scary Skeletons recently. And I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I actually think it's better than the original. Wow. Now, John, this might be an unpopular opinion, but my crotch is still very wet from the beer <laughs> and very cold. <laughs> I sort of thought at this point that it would it would somehow stop. It would go away. Yeah, I thought hasn't. so, too. Oh, I think it wouldn't be an issue. Some, I mean, I guess the chair has sort of soaked up the beer, or my pants have soaked up the beer now, so the chair is no longer wet. That's um, nice. That's but my pants. I think I am going to actually resolve this situation real quick. So you're gonna have to pad for a second. I'll well, be back in a bit. Apparently, Ian doesn't care about you. On the bright side, though, John, Ian... I will say that my microphone is in my room, and so I can just talk loudly. And I'll still <laughs> Please don't podcast. do that. Okay, I'm gonna. I won't talk loudly. Wink. Well, <laughs> listeners, I'm very sorry to inform you that it turns out Ian cares more about the comfort of his crotch than he does recording quality ASMR, spooky ASMR content. Spook, er, spooky discussions about spooky ASMR content for you. Fuck, that was terrible phrasing. Ian cares more about the comfort of his crotch than he cares about recording quality content discussing spooky ASMR than he does you. I think that worked. I think that made sense grammatically. Ian, I'm glad you're back. I'm back, John. How was the padding? Uh, pretty bad. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I was trying to complain about you, but I got caught up in the wording. Oh no! Um, so I think I nailed wording, it in the end, though. Speaking of wording, though, John, we got to yeah. get back to renaming ASMR Quest Twitter. Um, <laughs> so I think right now the top contender for me is Spooky Scary ASMR Quest. Yeah. Uh, maybe one possible modification: the Spooky Scary ASMR Quest, or just Spooky Scary ASMR Quest. I think just Spooky Scary. I'm going to change it right now, okay. um, and we should move on with the episode, and then we can revisit this if it. Uh, if, okay. if either of us comes up with something better. So actually, while you're changing that, I can move on to the um, the next answer to the question, how can listening to podcasts make me a millionaire? Um, for our longtime listeners, they'll know that last time uh, we talked about the answer from Milos Kaparik, a marketing consultant technology, um, <laughs> where he talked about how he doesn't actually listen to many podcasts, and he doesn't think that any of them can make you a millionaire, um, but he does enjoy the podcast Legends and Losers. Um, this next answer comes hot um, for us at uh, Ade Labinjo, a growth hacker at Shopify. And so I like I like that sort of right off the get-go, because I don't know what a growth hacker is, and I don't know what Shopify is. Um, so moving right into the question, or the answer to this question, podcasts are easily the most digestible pieces of content out there. With podcasts, you can learn fascinating new facts and expand your mind while you work, relax, or go for a run. Here are nine absolutely riveting podcasts from all corners of the industry that will make you smarter. Um, and that's a link to another uh, another Quora. Actually, I'm clicking on this now. I'm sort of surprised. Um, whoa, what's going on here? So I just clicked on the link that he... So there's, there's like this text is linked. But clicking on it actually just brings you back to the question, how can listening to podcasts make me a millionaire? Um, so... So I don't know. I think he might have had some he might have had some growth hack mistakes on that link in particular. But here are two podcasts that 
focus on business, success, and money. Number one is W2DF, Success Blog. By professional screw-up turned success story Mark Marin, he finds interviews with the most unlikely people, continuously turning the conversation on its head to glean insights from celebrity guests that you would never know they had. Marin's claim to fame has to be his recent interview with President Barack Hussein Obama, a somewhat scripted piece that will nonetheless leave you in tears laughing, but with some great insights as to how you might go about planning your next life move. And the other podcast that he recommends is Planet Money, Dash Money. If you ever watch the financial news and wonder why Greece is important at all, or what all the talk about the Fed changing the interest rate is all about, then Planet Money is the podcast for you. Instead of tripping over financial subjects like mainstream media, Planet Money (laughs) actually explores why these stories are so important. You will learn how money moves in the new globalized economy, and you will gain valuable, relevant insights about the market that may apply to future investments of your own. Tune in consistently, and you will gather a perspective of how money works around the world that will help you put context to mainstream media finance. And then actually here, okay, so here are nine absolutely riveting podcasts from all corners of the industry that will make you smarter. And this link, I think, is actually... Uh, no, actually, no, that link is also just a link to How Can Listening to Podcasts Make Me a Millionaire? Um, <laughs> so that's sort of two for two mistakes there, I think. Um... Okay, so that, that is the second answer to how, how can listening to podcasts make mil- a millionaire. Listen to WTF uh, Success Blog and Planet Money Money. And actually, the, the links for those are also, in fact, just links to this question again. I don't think this man knows how links work, John. <laughs> uh, so, Ian, I, I did just want to update you. I tried to change your name to Spooky Scary ASMR Quest, but that mm-hmm. was longer than Twitter would than Twitter would allow. So we are instead Spooky Scry ASMR Quest. <laughs> well, I'm looking at it now, John, and <laughs> you know what? I gotta say, I think it really is so true um, that it is from limitations that we derive our greatest artistic accomplishments, because this mm. is far better than Spooky Scary ASMR Quest ever could be. <laughs> and I'm proud of you. Hear that, GB? We're coming for your title next year. We're coming year. for the throne. We're gonna get, we're gonna give ourselves the award and the $25,000 that it comes with. <laughs> In 2018. In 20, uh, not this year. 2017, there was no prize money, and GB won. But next year, GB, we're going to beat you. And Come we better, the throne. Because it's $25,000, and I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grad student, you know? I've, I think I'm doing okay for myself, but I don't have that money. Okay, so that's sort of the the opening prelude to this podcast. <laughs> ready for side quests? I'm ready for side quests, John. Alright, Ian, uh, do you have any uh, good side quests? Oh, I've got a great side quest. I've got a very spooky side quest that I've been I've been doing a lot of recently. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, so I've recently been playing a video game, and it's a very ASMR themed video game, I think. It's mm-hmm. called Danganronpa, uh, Trigger Happy Havoc. And... Um, is... So I- I've heard of Danganronpa, but mm-hmm. I have not played it. I've been under the impression that it's sort of in the genre of, like, Banjo-Kazooie. That is... Is that accurate at that all? That is not accurate at all, no. I mean, I guess okay. I've never played a Banjo-Kazooie game, so I can't... But I, I, it would be, to my mind... Um, inconceivable that it is in the same genre as Banjo-Kazooie. Okay. So Danganronpa is a visual novel. 
And what oh, that means... I don't think... Uh, I'm pretty sure Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> is not a visual novel. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Again. I also have never played Banjo-Kazooie, so I could be mistaken. But my understanding... If we have any Banjo-Kazooie fans out there, novel. and they want to they wanna inform us that, in fact, Banjo-Kazooie is a visual novel, I don't think they'll believe you. <laughs> um, but a visual novel, for our listeners who may not know, is sort of like a game from Japan, except you remove most of the interactive elements of a game. <laughs> it's mostly sort of cutscenes. Um, oh, this one is this one is actually particularly interactive for a visual novel in that you can move around in a three D environment. Oh, that is unusual. Yeah, not most of the time. Most of the time, it's but occasionally. Yeah, but you can move around and you can interact with the environment by throwing question marks at it, <laughs> and it'll what? sort of tell you um, if you can interact with that thing or not. Okay. And I just want to talk about Danganronpa because I've been having a great time with it, John. All right, um, and actually, I did. I might have played a little bit of a trick on you earlier when I said that it was ASMR themed. It's got nothing to do with ASMR. Um, I guess, I guess there are voices, but they're not like particularly whispery. Or so, I mean, I guess there are. You know what? One ASMR element is it's a very first person game, so you've got a lot of close ups of people sort of looking at you and talking at you, um, and so it's sort of a role playing thing in that sense. Uh, so it's sort of like an ASMR role play, except without the asmr and instead with a with a g at the end it's an rpg kind of <laughs> um but you basically play as a high schooler who is going to a very special high school john <laughs> this is hope's peak academy a high school for the best across all of japan oh oh um i'm on hold with ian for some reason i don't know what happened <laughs> oh, hello, Ian. You back? Oh, uh, someone just called me and oh. put you on hold for some reason. At first, okay. I thought that you would put me on hold. <laughs> <laughs> I had not. I was very confused as to what had happened. Okay, I apologize for that. Um, but no. So, Hope's, Hope's Peak Academy, John. Hope's okay. Peak Academy is a is a school for the best and the brightest across all of Japan. Um, all the students there are ultimates at something. Like you could be the ultimate pop sensation. You could be the ultimate um, bike gang leader. You could be the ultimate baseball star. Or you could be the ultimate novelist. All sorts of ultimates. Just the, the people who are best at something. Code of okay. Speak Academy. And you are playing as the ultimate lucky student. Because you have been selected from the population of normals um, by lottery to attend this school. <laughs> um... <laughs> So you show up on the first day, and something sort of strange happens, in that you pass out, and you, you wake up, and the school is different, John. All the windows are locked, and there's a, oh a bunch of other students, and they're all confused. There's 14 other students. And it turns out that you've all been kidnapped by a mysterious oh, someone who communicates to you through a robotic bear called Monokuma. Well, Ian, that does not sound very lucky. No, it does not sound very lucky at all. And also, a something which they bring up, I, I kid you not, I think at least four times in the game, and it actually does play a point at one thing, uh, the room that you have in this school, because it is a boarding school, um, the bathroom door is kind of messed up, and that's not very lucky, is it? Oh my god, no, it is not. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so you just go around, and the, the basic premise is that this person is holding you captive. If you want to leave the school... You need to commit a murder, kill one of the students um, you're with, 
and you need to get away with it. Because after after someone gets murdered, you all convene, you have a class trial, you vote on the who you think is the guilty party, the blackened, as they call it. If you vote correctly, um, then that person is executed. If you vote incorrectly, Damn. then everyone else is executed, and that person gets to leave the school. Holy shit! And so That's you go dark. around... Um, yeah, you just, you, the basic structure of the game is you go around living a normal life, uh, and by normal I mean you talk to the other students and you sort of grow closer to them, develop relationships and stuff, and then every now and again someone murders someone else, and you've got to investigate it, and then you have this big trial scene (laughs) where you untangle all the mysteries, uh, and then you watch that person get brutally executed. Oh my god! I'm I'm very into this game, John. It's... (laughs) Oh, it's just, it did this great thing. Well, actually, no, I, sh- I shouldn't share that because it's a bit of a spoiler to the first chapter. But there's a lot There's a lot of good stuff going on in Danganronpa, and I would strongly recommend it to all of our listeners. All right, it sounds pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, we wouldn't have gotten it if it weren't for the groundwork laid by Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> it's true. Ban- I think a lot of people overlook the importance of Banjo-Kazooie to the Danganronpa series, largely because they are, again, from what I can tell completely disconnected um but it's it's like it's it's the whole chaos theory john right like a butterfly flaps his <laughs> wings in australia and and then you know there's a big old earthquake or something over here no one can tell mm-hmm. how causality works and so i think it's safe to say that banjo kazooie was instrumental in the creation of danganronpa trigger happy havoc absolutely uh so i have a side quest that i went on um, so I watched a bunch of Goodnight Moon videos. Um, I have some other side quests, but they're not spooky at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm not going to talk about those. And Goodnight Moon is not really spooky, uh, but she does a lot of costumes and a lot of, uh, she has some witches and stuff. So I felt that she, uh, qualified for the spooky episode, but only the side quests, not the main quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, yeah, so I've, I've watched a bunch of her videos. I've mostly been watching the videos that are part of her Babelbrook series. Excuse me. So she has a bunch of videos that are, um, sort of rambles or take place in the modern world in some way. But then she also has a bunch of videos that take place in the fantasy world of Babelbrook. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Sorry about that, listeners. Listeners, I apologize. <laughs> to you from john he regrets what he did and we will strive to make sure that it never happens again (laughs) we accept full responsibility for the damages done to you um if you are personally affected please write and let us know and we will offer a generous john will offer generous financial compensation for the harm that has befallen you well, Ian was saying that I drank some more beer, so he He's gonna burp I think again. that it will happen. Again. It will happen again, <laughs> listeners. We've done everything that we can, but we at this point, I think we have to accept this is just the way that it is now. <laughs> this is the uh, new reality, the new norm. <laughs> We're all gonna have to work together to get through this. <laughs> uh, so the Babelbrook series, though, is amazing. I love it. It she it has a production value that I just have not seen in ASMR videos before. Um, I mean, e- even like like Gentle Whispering has fantastic videos, as we've talked about many times before. Mm-hmm. Big fan um, of but they're all 
still relatively simple, I guess. Um, I mean, she does a great job. She has like, uh, uh, she has nice mics, nice, um, camera equipment, nice, uh, um, she, she does, like, does fine with the editing and everything. Um, she, but she doesn't, um, but, but even someone like Gentle Whispering or ASM Darling or GB or, um, I mean, any like other ASM artist you could name has like a relatively simple set. For the most part, they do stuff sort of in the modern world. Or um, GB does do a lot of cosplays, but they're all sort of done in front of a green screen. Whereas Goodnight Moon, like, actually creates sets for a lot of her videos. What? And yeah, oh, uh, I think they're they're small sets. It's like you know still sort of the standard framing you would expect from an ASMR video. Still camera. With the ASM artist fairly close to it, and then like a not like a lot of area in the background, still like a fairly small enclosed area um, with the camera fairly close to it. But she like has props and sets, and uh, like there's one uh, one of the videos that I watched from her is probably my favorite. Actually, was ASMR Maybell's Menagerie Dragon Egg Shopping, in which you are at Maybell's Menagerie. Mm-hmm. And you are shopping for a dragon egg, and she's got like a whole bunch of different dragon eggs that she's showing to you. Um, and they're all, uh, like different dragon eggs that she made, and like she's got like a prop for each one, and they're all very different. Um, but also just like the background is really cool. It's very busy, but in a very sort of soothing way. Um, she also does a great job incorporating uh, music and sound effects into the videos. Um, I, yeah, she, she uses a lot of, uh, stuff from Kevin McLeod, the internet's greatest open source musician, mm-hmm. or at least like probably the most prolific. <laughs> um, and, and she like, she really does do a great job creating these sort of like interesting soundscapes, um, and these great sets. Um, and she has a bunch of different characters that she'll do, each of which, whom has their own sort of, uh, location in the world. Uh, I, I've just been very, very impressed by them. Uh, it definitely is sort of like moving up the ASMR game in a way that I haven't seen anyone else do it. Well, you've heard it here first. So, gentle whispering, watch the throne. <laughs> you too, ASMR darling. Especially with that lazy ass name. Given <laughs> <laughs> ASMR darling a lot of shit for that. When most ASMR artists that I could find didn't do anything, yeah. she at least like she did something. It just wasn't that interesting. I guess we're focusing on the wrong person here. I mean, the yeah. real. Also, John, we have to be we have to be honest with ourselves. The real criminals in this situation are the followers that did not rise up to demand better. <laughs> you know, it's like we can... We can trust our leaders, but we have to we have to sort of force them to behave properly, John. And I think at this point, we've sort of... We've let... We've all let everyone down. And so I think every person on this, on God's Green Earth, needs to just take a minute and just... <laughs> Just think about what they've done and what they could have done differently and <laughs> how we're going to make it so this never happens again. <laughs> Man, I'm just, I'm in, I'm in putting out fires mode right now, John. Give me a fire. I'm going to put it out. Okay. 
I'm a fucking firefighter. I'm wearing I'm wearing my asbestos suit and everything. <laughs> I think it's the fact that my my groin has finally dried off. Well, that's nice. It's got me must feeling be very much, pleasant. much better about the world, much better about how we can all do better. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I intend for this episode to be a two-parter. Mm-hmm. I think now that we've done the intro and the side quests, this is probably where I'm going to cut it. Okay. Listeners, thank you for joining us for part one of the spooky Halloween special. And tune in next week for part two of the spooky Halloween special. And hope that you get out alive! <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Stay tingly. <laughs>